Okay, we are on day four of uh, UFC Fight Week here in Zagreb, Croatia. Um, we're in a, we're at a bar called uh, the Old. Is it called the Old Pharmacy? Is that right? The Old Pharmacy. Yeah. Here we go. I'm here with John Morgan, um, and um, really, I don't need to record too much because we were just at the weigh-ins. But in order to keep this thing rolling, but this is kind of an MMA roadshow-ish feel to this. We're in a bar, um, and it, it's been great. We've been here talking to people who we've never met in our lives but we've brought, been brought together by the sport of MMA it's been great John yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm almost jealous that you're the one recording this right now man because uh, like this is kind of the, the concept when we talked about the MMA Roadshow myself and Cole Coffey Kim Hathaway I mean that's kind of the reason we wanted to have a, a podcast is moments like this like I mean we're in this bar in, in Zagreb Croatia I mean I'm a guy that grew up in a, in a little tiny town outside of Dallas Texas uh, to a single parent that never in his world like thought about being in Zagreb, Croatia, you know, and here I am, and, you know, we've been meeting people all night long, talking about jujitsu, talking about fights, uh, I ran into a couple of cats in the bathroom, they're talking to me about, you know, are you supporting, are you supporting Trump or Hillary, and I'm like, what the, what the hell's going on right now, dude, like, it's, it's, so it's literally amazing to have moments like this, and uh, I think, I think this is the, I think this is the moment that people forget about, like, of course, I mean, we are journalists, and at the end of the day, we're, we're writing about a sport, but when you get to have moments like this, like, we're, we're, we're all away from home, and, you know, we end up in a bar, and we end up having a couple of, uh, frosty uh, beverages and, and, and but we find people that for whatever reason have the same passion that we have you know are, are involved in the same things that we are no matter where we're from I mean obviously I'm from the states you're from England we're meeting cats from you know multiple different countries and we can talk about it all I mean like there's something cool about that there's something really cool about that and you know I think it's almost different like I know you uh, uh, have, have been involved in football Ball and, and soccer, as we call it, it's kind of funny because in some ways, like if you meet somebody that's involved with a different club in football or soccer, like you're almost a rival. You know what I mean? Like, you, and that yeah, you may be able to be friends and talk for a moment or two, but at the end of the day, you're kind of rivals. Like, we're not talking about rivalries. We're just talking about this passion that we all have and, and this sport that we love, and that's that's pretty cool. Interesting, you mentioned the football thing. Uh, the thought did occur to me earlier. It kind of reminds me when I've been away at World Cups and European Championships, where you end up in a, in, a, in, a, in a town or a city, and you've got fans from all over the world who have, they've got their own allegiance, you know, but everyone gets together in the town afterwards, they're all drinking, sharing stories, getting on, not always sharing the same language at times, but they've got the universal language of football, it was called, and we're seeing that a little bit here with MMA. I mean, we were in, you know, we're in this bar here. It looks like a, it looks like a traditional English pub. And um, we watched Anthony Joshua win the world heavyweight title, uh, knocking out Charles Martin in the second round. So we watched a little bit of boxing. And then uh, the owner of the bar came over, started talking to me about boxing, then realised that we were MMA guys. Next thing we know, he's buying his beer. And then before we know it, we've got a huge group of people standing around a bar, and we're all talking MMA. It's, it, it's something, it's something pretty special. Well, it is 
that's amazing. And the thing that I think is better about that is that, like, you know, I think about, like, if, if you're in favor of a team sport, I mean, I love team sports. I love soccer slash football, you know, depending on where you live. Um, and that's great. But, you know, like, sometimes in a moment like this, you may have a couple of fans that have been drinking from one side and a couple of fans that have been drinking from another side. And now you got a rivalry. Now you got a problem. Now you got, like, it's not like that here. It's like, it's like, dude, we, this sport is so incredible. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're men and women are, are, are really just going and putting themselves in line. And we can talk about the fact that we love the sport. And we may say, I support Rothwell. I support Dos Santos. But those people will say, but I see how your guy can win. I see how your guy can win. You know what I mean? You can talk about it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we just, it's, it's so silly. I mean, Dana White throws it out there all the time. That's in our DNA. And, and, and all these things. And I always say, and I've said it a million times, this sport will never be bigger than soccer. It will never be bigger than soccer. Soccer is the greatest sport on the face of the planet, and it literally captivates people from around the world. And I love Dana White for saying that it will be, but it won't. But, number two, I think it can absolutely be the second best because it's moments like this that are incredible. Like, there's nothing better uh, than, 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 than a prize fight. Than a prize fight. And, and seeing people come together. And it's so cool to have moments like this uh, where, where we all talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's that, that sort of national allegiance that you get in professional soccer when you get to the World Cup or whatever. You do start to see a little bit of that in MMA. And we see it the way how cool, how cool is it the way is? Yeah. Where Igor Brokaya, I mean, Igor Brokaya, think about this, he lost like four fights in a row in the UFC. Was released from the UFC. American fans. You know, I'm, I'm an American, obviously. Uh, will not care about Igor Brokaya. I don't mean that in a, in a, in a callous way. But they just won't care. He went and won three fights on the regional scene. He's from Zagreb. The UFC comes to Zagreb. He gets on a UFC card in Zagreb. You know, we talked about him earlier week, like how much this means to you. And he said, oh, it means the world to me. It means the world to me. And it was obvious it did mean the world to him. But at weigh-ins, when he was treated like Anderson Silva, like, 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 any, I mean, like the biggest star. like It was incredible. I was so fired up. I was pissed because I was shooting photos and it was hard because everybody's outstretched hands and their iPhones and their iPads. Yeah. All that stuff was tough. But just to observe it was so cool. Like to go to a country and realize, like, I mean, nobody in America, nobody in London would get fired up about Igor Brokaya. But here, we, I mean, we were in the same taxi on the way over. The taxi driver was talking about Igor Brokaya. And at first I was like, well, that's random. The taxi driver was talking about Igor Brokaya. Like, how cool is that? That's random. And then we show up to the arena. And then we knew. And it went nuts. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, that was not random. Like, they actually get it. They understand it. I, you know, you've been teasing it. You've been teasing it all week long, uh, Simon, saying that the crowd's going to be great. You also said the crowd in Poland was going to be great. You missed there. I got that wrong. You missed there. But I think this crowd's going to be nuts. Based on what we saw at the weigh-ins, this crowd's going to be nuts. Yeah, it really is. And to put our business hats on very briefly, because it is very late in the day, looking at those weigh-ins, 
and uh, how those guys, guys and girls went up there and, and weighed in. Were there people that stood out to you? Were there particular matchups that stood out to you? Because the weigh-in is the final chance to see these guys. It's the last time that they face off. And well, finally see uh, who, who's, who's facing who, final matchups. We had some intense stare-downs on that weigh-in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was already, I think we had talked about more the the Whiteford and Martins uh, fight. I was already looking forward to, but the uh, the face-off made it even better. It made it even more special. Uh, the local kid uh, was 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 sick coming out from Zagreb, and, and, and just it's your first UFC fight, it's your debut, and just getting somebody's face that was sick. I'm excited about. I think there's gonna be. I, I, I honestly think I was, we we were all sitting at a table earlier tonight before we came out. We were talking to uh, to John Gooden and Dan Hardy, and I was just like, listen, I think there's some sneaky good fights on this card, and, and they kind of both shook their head agreements. I think there's some sneaky good cards on this fight. Uh, Merbeck Tysonov, I'm a big fan of Merbeck Tysonov facing the Bosnian bomber. I think that's going to be a fantastic fight. Ninganu versus Blades in the heavyweight division. I mean, I think there are really sneaky fights. So I guess what I would say is, I mean, I, I can definitely see how anybody would look at this car and be like, ah, whatever. And that's fine. If you're not a huge fan of the sport, it's probably not your card. But if you are a fan of the sport and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm down or not, dude, this is, you have to check this one out. Have to. Absolutely. And uh, we'll wrap this one up uh, from uh, Zagreb, Croatia, here at the the old pharmacy. Next time we speak to you, it will be post fight. No, they can all talk. Look, everybody's trying to be quiet. After we're in a, UFC fight, we're in a pub. You don't have to be quiet. It's fine. Background noise is live. What can I say? But yeah, next time we catch up with you, we'll be post fight in a media room after UFC fight night. Rothwell versus Dos Santos. Last one for you, John. Who wins that main event? Listen, uh, I'm picking Ben Rothwell. Only I mean, basically, I'm picking Ben Rothwell based on what we've seen recently. I mean, that's that's the way. What, to me, this fight is 50-50. And when you're looking at a 50-50 fight, you pick the recent performance. And to me, that's Ben Rothwell. He's the guy in the hot streak. But I will say this, man: uh, Junior Santos is a monster. I've heard that he's been, you know, he's been dealing with some issues that have since been resolved. So if he comes out and turns on a vintage performance, I would not be surprised. But uh, for me. I would say Ben Rothwell just don't put the house payment on it absolutely I mean I've gone with Ben Rothwell as well I think Junior's going to be very dangerous in those early couple of minutes if Rothwell can negotiate that I think it's going to be all him um, I am looking forward to this fight card sometimes you go to these events and you look at the fight card and as you say they may not have the star power but then you see the passion in the local market you see what the atmosphere was like at the weigh-ins and it wasn't just the Croatian fans by the way we had some Bosnian fans in. We had some fans of Mebek Tysimov in. We had some. We had a big Polish contingent in, and they're turning the music up in the pub. So what we'll do right now is say thank you very much for listening to this one. It's a bit of a short one on this occasion. We'll be back tomorrow night after fight night here in a very raucous Zagreb, Croatia.